you're listening to Fit Girl, Your Guide to Getting in Shape, podcast episode number 234. In this episode, resolutions, training changes, and motivation for the new year. I'm Kira Langolf, your host and guide to getting in shape. As a professional fitness trainer, it's my job to get clients in shape quickly and keep them healthy. In this podcast, I'll reveal to you the shape up secrets I use along with training, nutrition, and motivational tips and advice. I'll set you straight on what works and what is a waste of time, and I'll be your guide to your best body ever. Check out my websites at fitnessmakeover.com and coachkira.com. Well, it's already another new year, but let's first kind of think about the previous year. How did you do? Did you reach any of your fitness goals? Did you actually write down your goals and resolutions? And if you did, can you still find where they are? Well, I think last year we suggested that you get one notebook that you can use for these types of things like resolutions or goals or planning out your goals. And um, hopefully you did that and you found it and you looked over and maybe you got a few things done and maybe there's other things that you wanted to improve upon. But the bottom line is you're not going to get anything done if you don't actually put it on paper. Thinking in your head is just not enough. You need to commit to writing it on paper and usually commit to yourself or other people so that you have that extra motivation to get yourself going on whatever it is that you want to achieve. Now resolutions don't have to be all about fitness and a lot of times it's better if they're not because you know if you're already focusing on fitness or weight loss or whatever you want to achieve in that area it, it can be actually stressful. So When it comes to resolutions, think of things that don't have anything to do with food or fitness. Think of some of your maybe daily habits that are not the best or maybe certain things you do that you know you could improve upon. Now remember that one great way to keep yourself accountable is by telling other people and you can do that on our Facebook page or you can do it through Twitter or you know anything that is going to help you, something that you reference frequently and providing updates are also, that would also be a great way to keep yourself accountable because I know accountability is a major issue for a lot of people. You know, they they really need that extra push. And that's where you get your community, whether it's uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever the social media is, that helps you with that accountability. So other people, a lot of times if they have the same goal too, it's a great way to buddy up and have a better chance at sticking to something. Now, for this year, are you going to write down your goals? And when you do... You might want to have the separate fitness goals and then your regular goals, but I want you to really focus on your goals that are more about your own personal development, not necessarily weight loss, but things that um, you know you could use some improvement on. So maybe your mindset, maybe your attitude, um, maybe certain uh, sabotaging self-talk that you have. There's obviously little things that kind of ache at us every single day that we can fix. And these things have just become habits because we repeat them all the time. Habits can be good or bad. It's just something that you repeat. So to change a bad habit, well, you have to replace it with a good one. 
And I know it sounds simple, but it comes down to repeating it over and over and catching yourself when you're doing that particular habit and changing it right there on the spot. And the more you do that, the easier it becomes. Now, in case you're completely stumped on personal development type resolutions, um, I'm going to give you a couple examples. Maybe you could resolve to learn something new, whether it's um, a new couple of words in a language or learn something new as far as cooking goes or go online and find one of the courses that are there and learn something new from that. There's so many different sources of those um, that there's just no end to what you can learn. Uh, maybe you can make a resolution to help someone. Maybe there's a friend or a family member uh, that could use a little encouragement or maybe just use a little friendliness or companionship and just simply going over there and talking to them or giving them a phone call once a week, making that commitment to yourself to help someone make them feel better, make them feel special. You could also resolve to get more organized I don't know that we ever get fully organized, but you could say, well, I'm going to get my office a little, a little more organized, or you might want to get your kitchen better organized. Um, obviously, you don't want to take everything because that's just way too much. So focus on one small thing that you can accomplish, maybe even just cleaning out your closet and making sure that your clothes are all uh, up to date and donating what's not. And maybe you find that all of a sudden you need a whole bunch of new clothes that fit even better. Now, one goal that I want all of you to have is to communicate with me. Tell me what your fitness thoughts are, what questions you have, um, things that confuse you, or maybe something a friend said that you're not sure what it means. Um, communicate with me on Twitter, Facebook, email, whatever, because um, I really do enjoy answering your emails and some of the different exchanges we have, uh, even when it's a private message on Twitter or Facebook, because I really feel like I'm, you know, getting through to, to you and helping. So, you know, make it one of your resolutions this year and one of your goals to stay in contact with me, not just through the podcast, because, you know, I'm not always able to get it out on schedule, which of course is my goal for this year. We are not moved into the house, but once we are, that should be a breeze after that. So as always, the goal is to keep doing it. Uh, Wednesdays always seems to be the day that I can do the podcast. So you can be looking for them on Wednesdays. One of my goals for this year is to take some of the courses that I've been working on through the fitness makeover. Uh, some of it is mindset related. Some of it is nutrition or training and to get those into some six week courses that uh, I can offer to you and that way you can get more detailed information than what you get on the podcast and of course getting the quick fit club going we actually did um, film some of the videos and to be honest with you the workouts are great but I'm just not really thrilled with the way it looked and I'm not really thrilled with some of the the background music and I'm not really sure if you want background music or not so that's another thing um, whether you email me or contact me, whatever, to tell me your opinion on whether it has to be perfect or not, because that is a struggle for me. That's probably going to be a resolution is, is try not to make everything have to be perfect. Um, stop myself when I'm going too detailed on certain projects. Um, yep, that's definitely a resolution. It just drives me nuts that um, a lot of things get postponed because I get too picky. So I'm really, really, really going to work on that 
this year. Um, so anyways, we have that coming up soon. So make sure you are signed up for one of our email lists. That way you can get that first notification. And I might actually put some of them up there anyway for some of the people that are already members to check out. And, um, you know, give me your opinion. Um, I'll tell you my thoughts on it and you can tell me yours. One other way that you can tell me your thoughts is on the Fitness Makeover homepage. There is a tab at the top that says surveys and just click on that. There's a couple of surveys there. You can take one or the other or both or whatever you want. But anyways, it's a way to let me know what your fitness struggles might be or what you would like to see the podcast focus on. Um, to be honest, I've been doing the podcast for so long, I'm beginning to think there's nothing left to talk about because a lot of it I've already covered. But I also know that repetition helps people learn. So you know, we can certainly go over some of the same things different ways and see if that makes more sense to you and maybe just try to keep ingraining some of these fitness principles in your head. Although resolutions could be considered part of our motivation segment, I actually have a question for you in this motivation part. And I want you to ask yourself, why am I training? And that's one of the things that's going to help you set up some of your goals. Are you training for a competition? Are you training for health? Are you training for looks? Are you training because it makes you feel good and you have a better day when you do it? Honestly, answer that question. And it's very important to find out your why. That is your motivation. Why do you do something? That's what motivation is all about. And to be honest with you, your motivation can change. You know, the why, the reason why you do something can change every couple of months. So, for example, you know, in the fall and the winter, your why for your training might be, well, I want to, I train because I want to keep my metabolism up and uh, maintain my progress during the holidays. In the spring, your why could be, I want to get tighter for bathing suit season. In the summer, your why could be, I want to enjoy outdoor activities and I want to be strong enough to do them without being sore. So these are all different things that give you that motivation. So knowing why you're doing something. Now, we usually do our workouts in what I call cycles, which means you'll go anywhere from two to four weeks on the same program and not necessarily the same exercises, but the same program type and then change it. So you go through one cycle and then you change it for the next cycle. And so these cycles can change from one focusing on strength, one focusing on either recovery, uh, one could focus on metabolism. Um, they can all have different focuses. You can focus on flexibility. Um, again, it can go onward and onward. But like anything else, if you know why you're doing something, then it's going to be easier for you to define what you need to do and then those cycles naturally fall into place. So, for example, if your uh, why was to get stronger, maybe for the summer months or for to go skiing or something like that, you could say, okay, my goal is to get stronger and I'm going to focus on my multi-joint or compound lifts, which is your squats, your bench press, and your deadlifts. And you can focus on those as part of your cycle for two to four weeks. One thing to remember is that if you're a beginner, you can actually stay on your cycles longer than somebody who has been exercising regularly and consistently. 
So if you are like an intermittent exerciser, then you're probably going to want to stay on your programs, I would probably say like three or four weeks. Um, if you're advanced, two to four weeks. And if you're a beginner, about six weeks, four to six weeks. Um, usually one month is a good time frame for most people, but it just kind of depends. Um, and if you get bored easily, your workouts could in your within your cycle can be different. Each workout could be different as far as the exercises you use to add strength. So you, maybe you do squats on the one workout and then the next one is lunges and you keep going back and forth um, for however many weeks your cycle is going to be. The other important thing to remember is that your body changes outside of the gym. The gym is what stimulates it. it the gym is what motivates your body to change. You do things to your body in the gym that are going to help it either become more flexible or stronger or have more endurance. But when you go out of the gym, that's when your body repairs and takes care of what it needs to do in order to reach those goals. So you may be tearing your body down in the gym and making it work, but it's outside of the gym that is very, very important. That's your recovery that's going to help you see your goals. So things like sleeping, uh, eating right, taking vitamins if you need to, uh, all of that is going to help with your recovery and therefore make all the efforts that you had in the gym worth it. And that's your payoff. So it's both. It's not just in the gym. It's almost more out of the gym than anything else. Okay, so now it's your turn. You need to tell me what your why is. Why are you training right now? And you can say for this month or for this season or for the next two or three months, uh, whatever your time frame is, tell me why you're training. Now, another question, do you have a plan? So answer both of those questions, share them, uh, share it with me on Facebook, email, Twitter, whatever. Um, but I want to know, why are you training right now? And do you have a plan? Now for our training segment, we're going to talk about how often do you train, change your training program? Do you really think that the same exercises done over and over and over and over again are going to work? Hopefully not, because we've talked about so much um, on this podcast throughout the years how an exercise routine is only as good as it takes for your body to get used to it, because your body will get used to things eventually, and then it just becomes... Um, habit to your body. It's not going to change anymore. So how often do you change your training program? Have you ever figured that out? Now, I know I just gave you some parameters for how many weeks you should be on the same program and depending on what your fitness level is. Now, sometimes changing the program too frequently is just as bad as changing it not at all. So giving yourself a set period of time, looking at your results in the gym as far as your weights or your repetitions or your endurance and seeing how you're changing as you go along. There should be some progression. There should be some strength increase, even if it's a small amount. Uh, there should be some changes that you can see on paper. Now, going back to the exercises, and we also talk about what exercises are you know, most important, which ones work, which ones don't. Um, there's also the exercise library at fitnessmakeover.com that has the videos of different exercises that a lot of times people do incorrectly and I'm demonstrating them for you showing you how to do them correctly and I know some of the videos are 
yeah, not quite the best in quality, but uh, we are still working on making new ones. You know, always working on making something new. But anyways, they're there and you can still get the idea of how to do something properly and the pacing for an exercise. Now, do you actually fall for some of the advertisings or articles that you see that tell you that if you do these leg lifts for three minutes a day, you're going to get a flat stomach? I know it sounds backwards, right? You know, you're training your legs, you're going to get a flat stomach. Well, no, it doesn't work that way. And I swear, I just saw a link to that article on Twitter. So it's out there. These things exist. But the bottom line is, are you really going to shape anything or boost your metabolism by just doing very simple, simple leg lifts or arm circles? I mean, no, you're not going to. You know, you need to de definitely have some challenge to the muscles. And it always amazes me that there are articles after articles in magazines online that usually tout, well, you know, get the body you want in two weeks by doing this exercise routine, which is, I don't know, usually it's donkey kicks and leg lifts. And if you don't know what a donkey kick is, well, don't worry about it. Anyways, that's uh, not going to work. Okay. I mean, maybe you get a little stronger at those but it's really not going to do much to impact your metabolism and change your body. And remember, we're not talking about just shaping yourself when you're working out. We're talking about boosting your metabolism permanently so that, yeah, if you have that cake one day, you're not going to be gaining weight. You're going to be, well, maintaining. You know, I mean, when your metabolism works correctly, and not just from eating on a regular schedule like we talk about nutrition, but from your muscle, from having muscle that is not big or huge and bulky, but just more muscle tissue than fat tissue, that muscle to fat ratio, that is when your metabolism is high. And you know what? Anyone can achieve that, okay? I know a lot of people say, well, I have a low metabolism. Um, I have a low thyroid. I mean, these are all things that, you know, if you get tested and the doctor says, yes, you do, and give you some medication for it, then great. But you know what? If you if you don't, if you're just saying that because you think it's hard for you to lose weight, then no, that's not true. You're not doing the right things. Okay? It's as simple as that. And that might be kind of harsh, but hey, that's the way it goes. So many times I have heard people say, oh, I've tried this. I've tried that. I've done this. I've done that. Nothing works. I'm just, you know, supposed to be this weight. It's like, no, you're not doing the right stuff. And the reason why is because they're doing things that they read in some of these articles online or in magazines or whatever, and they think that that's going to work. And they try it for a week, and no, it's not going to work because those are not the things that are impacting your metabolism. Is it great that you stop your day for five minutes and do some leg lifts? Sure, at least it gets you some activity. But is it going to really benefit you in the long haul? Not really. So that kind of goes back to, well, having a plan. And of course, when you have a plan, then you can change your program on a regular basis. Now, what are your thoughts about training and the right training program and things that you see online or in magazines that tell you to do this routine or that routine? And, you know, the bottom line is that, of course, everything does work for a little while and any thing that you're doing that's actually working your body is always good, but you know, some things are definitely more effective than others. If you do squats every single day, even if it's just body weight, you're going to see a difference in your muscle strength and your muscle tone, but eventually it's not going to change. You're going to kind of reach a plateau. And I think we've all reached that at one point or another, and that's why you challenge yourself and change your workouts. 
My goal has always been to teach people, especially women, that getting in shape really isn't hard and it doesn't require long hours of grueling exercises and running and all these you know, crazy workouts, but the right exercise is done the right way. And there's a big difference between doing a squat the right way, doing a pull down the right way, um, doing even push-ups the right way. Okay, there's a huge difference in how your body responds when you do something correctly and to the full extent of what your body is meant to do. Now, yes, this means that weight training should always be your priority over cardio. And, you know, I still see it. I still see people that just go in there and do cardio only. And I don't even ask anymore because when I owned my gym, it was the same answer all the time. Oh, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to tone. It's like, why not do it both at the same time? Why, why not be more effective and efficient by doing your weight training first and then your cardio? Okay, your weight training is the only thing that's going to impact your metabolism and allow you to eat stuff you want without gaining weight. Cardio is not going to do that. And I know a lot of times people fall into that trap, especially around holiday time. They focus only on the cardio. Oh, calories, calories, calories. No, if it was as easy as calories in, calories out, this would not be an issue. That's why the weight training is so important. So maybe you can add to one of your resolutions this year that you're going to prioritize your weight training and do cardio afterwards. Because remember, cardio you can do almost anywhere. Weight training you can't. Well, I mean, unless you have your workouts and your dumbbells and stuff at home. But, you know, basically you can walk, you can jump up and down, you can do jumping jacks. I mean, there's a lot of things you can do for cardio. But uh, your strength is always going to help with your cardio because the stronger muscles will have more endurance. Now there are countless of people who have taken my advice and made the switch between focusing on cardio and focusing on weight training and they finally see the difference. They know that yes, this is true, this can happen, but you know, it's a big leap of faith I understand for somebody that's used to doing a lot of cardio to stop doing cardio or reduce a huge amount of it um, in favor of the weight training. But you know what, once you do you realize it's definitely for the better. So I really want you to think about that, focus on that for this year. Now, the other thing is when we're doing our Quick Fit Club, it kind of combines everything that we were just talking about. The programs, the workouts are changed on a regular basis. You have some accountability with me. Um, you also are doing the most effective exercises for each muscle. Now, they might not be the whammy dammiest, you know, stand on your fingertips and you know, move your legs around exercise which, I mean, sometimes I swear that's how people think when I see some of these different exercises shown. I'm just like, what the heck is that? You, the more confusing it is, the better it's going to work? No. So anyways, we stick with the ones that work in different combinations. And you, if you work out at home, this is the perfect program for you because you know what? All the workouts are done, well, at home. Now, if you go to the gym, there's still the club fit that you might want to look into fitnessmakeover.com forward slash club fit. And what that is, is that is workouts that I've already done for you. And they are on printable sheets that have the picture of the exercise and your workout log right there. The program changes each month. Um, well, and sometimes even sooner than that, but anyways, you log in, you print out your workouts, and they're right there. And of course, there's an exercise library as well to check a little more information or a little more example demonstration of the actual exercise you need to do. 
So, you know, if you like to go to the gym, of course, some of them you can do at home as well. But, you know, if you want to go to the gym and have a plan, that's a great place for you. That's the uh, fitnessmakeover.com forward slash club fit. So either way, you know, I've got things that I've designed to help you. And hopefully the podcast has given you information on what exercises are the best ones to do and what ones to avoid. And, you know, between one or the other, you should be fine tuning your own program and your own exercises and your exercise routine. And I know some exercises you like better than others, but the bottom line is, you know what, you got to switch it up every now and then and tell yourself, hey, it's only for three weeks that I'm going to be doing reverse upside down lunges or whatever. I just made that up. But anyways, you get the idea. If it's something that you hate, you still still do it. If it's good for you, if it's going to really change your body, then, you know, suck it up and get that exercise done. It's only for a short period of time, you know, but the results are going to be for a lifetime. That strength, that metabolism boost that you get going to last you forever. If you, as long as you keep up with it, you don't have to always push, 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 but you do need to maintain. Now in nutrition, rather than thinking of having a diet or restricting anything, I want you to kind of focus on some little swaps and things that you might have that you might not realize that is adding up. And that would be sugar. And a little bit does add up, a little bit in the coffee, a little bit in the latte, a little bit on this, that, and the other thing. Yes, it all adds up. Now, some sugars are a little easier for your body to process than others, or I should, shouldn't say easier, I should say more efficient um, and not so much of a spike in your blood sugar. So I'm going to give you some suggestions of things that you can swap out for your regular sugar that would be a little more healthy. Um, keep in mind that sugar is still sugar and it's still going to affect your blood sugar levels and therefore your metabolism. So you always want to keep it in check. But some things that you can easily replace for sugar is things like applesauce. You know, just actually applesauce mixed in your oatmeal is really good. Um, some people like to put it in their smoothies, whatever. I'm not a big smoothie person. But anyways, applesauce is a great sweetener that you can use to replace sugar. Now, of course, there's so many of your artificial sweeteners. Stevia is the herbal version. It's the more natural sweetener. But, you know, there's also Equal and uh, Golly, Splenda. Yep, there we go. Um, And again, people have different opinions on them. And as you know, most things in moderation are somewhat healthy. Now, another thing that you can use to add some flavor and maybe some of the sugar effect, or taste, I should say, are extracts vanilla extract, uh, maple extract, I mean, almond extract, there's extracts like crazy. And it only takes a little bit to change the taste. And most often it's a sweet flavored taste. So that would be a little tiny thing that you could throw into your coffee or of course your your oatmeal. You know, I love my oatmeal um, to make it taste different. Also your smoothies too, if you do those, same thing, or your protein powder. I mean, there's millions of different ways to use them. Um, Even if you're making healthy pancakes, you can do that as well. Now, honey is definitely a sugar replacement that you probably already knew, but you definitely want to make sure you watch your measurements. And the same thing goes for maple syrup. Yeah, you think, oh my gosh, no, it's okay if you measure it or if you're used to knowing how much you're using. Yeah, if you drown things in it, that's not going to be any good for you. But if you're going to be using a little bit of it to sweeten your foods, then a little bit goes 
a long way. And that's kind of like the same thing with swapping out some of these sugars. A little bit goes a long way because it adds up. And it adds up to a little bit extra that is either used more efficiently by your body or a little bit extra of calories that you're cutting back on that are useless to begin with. Now, I know I just said that it's not all calories in and out, but you definitely want to have the type of calories that your body can process more efficiently. And combining that with boosting your metabolism with your weight training, and that is your key to having your cake and eat it too, the, the whole permanent weight loss aspect. A couple of last minute things here. Um, hopefully the podcast is starting to sound back to normal. Um, not 100%, but um, I think it's starting to sound better. It's not so echoey here. We have some furniture in the house finally. Um, and also at the Fitness Makeover Pro Shop, the DVDs are, are still 50% off. Now that's only good when you purchase it at the Fitness Makeover Pro Shop. It will not be on sale at Amazon.com or Target.com or any of the other websites. But if you go to fitnessmakeover.com, go to the pro shop, you'll see all of them listed there. And the DVDs are great to have sometimes if you don't have internet access or if you just want something different. Um, they're also programmed so you can change around the exercises and so have kind of like a different workout each time. So even though you will be using some of the same exercises, the more you do these exercises, the more you can focus on the actual muscle that should be working and fine-tune it. And then after that, you can even focus on your core while you're doing those exercises, you know, using the abdominals throughout an exercise, uh, using it when you exhale. All these things are fine-tuning to make your workouts more and more efficient and therefore more effective. So that's about it for this episode. I'm still going to try my best to keep them on Wednesdays. And you do your best to hit me on the Facebook page, Fit Girl USA, or Twitter, at Fit Girl, and give me your questions. Give me your thoughts. Tell me, do you have a plan? Do you have resolutions? I told you mine. Now it's your turn to tell me yours. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to giving you all the insights to help you reach all of your goals and to help you get your best body ever. If you'd like additional information on these topics and more articles on health, nutrition, and motivation, visit fitnessmakeover.com, allinoneworkout.com, or coachkira.com.